There just never seem to be enough hours in the day sometimes, do there? Fitness and well-being can often come a distant last place when there are so many other things vying for your attention and time. And then even when you do get that small pocket of time, you're often too knackered to consider pulling the leggings on and getting a workout done. But the fact is that most of us would like to include fitness in our lives because we know that looking after our bodies is so important to so many aspects of our well-being. So a stronger immune system, getting rid of aches and pains, our heart health, our bone health, our brain health, and not to mention that regular exercise can make us feel more focused and more productive as well. So I'm really happy to bring you this episode where I'm going to give you some of my top tips for getting fitter when you're feeling time poor, because I know that doing this is going to contribute to improving other areas of your life too, reducing your stress and contributing to your health in so, so many ways. Let's do this. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at Alex Chickfit. Hi there and welcome. A huge welcome to my returning listeners. And of course, a big welcome to anyone who's discovering the podcast for the first time. I know you're going to love this. So make sure you hit that subscribe button too, so you don't miss out on future episodes. I am here each and every week for about 20 minutes to help you to find ways to include fitness and wellness practices in your life in a way that feels good and makes you feel amazing, while also smashing a few of those annoying diet and fitness industry myths that are just not serving us as well. So today I'm bringing you some top tips for getting fitter when you're feeling time poor. And honestly, these days, who can honestly say that they're not time poor? I think there are so many things fighting for our attention and it can feel really overwhelming at times to know where we fit it all in, let alone have time for fitness and wellness as well. And I think that one of the reasons that we struggle particularly with this is that there's not always that immediate payoff. So with a lot of other things in life, we can tick something off as completed and that releases those feel-good hormones. It gives us a sense of achievement and completion. And we love that feeling, don't we? So let's say, for example, you're doing a big project at work. So when I used to work in advertising many years ago, I was a project manager on website projects. So I would start off by looking at the whole project. I'd break it down into chunks. I'd pop completion dates onto things, make sure I was getting all of the right people involved, et cetera, et cetera. And then I would start to work my way through that list one item at a time and tick them off as I completed them. So, you know, with each tick, I knew we were getting closer to delivering that project. I knew we were another step further away from the start. And there was that real sense of achievement each time another thing got completed off that list. And then, of course, once that project's finished, you can file it away, say that you're done. And that feels really exhilarating and like a huge relief. And so, of course, we tend to prioritise those things in our lives as well. So either the things we can tick off and say, yes, we've done that, we've completed that thing, we can forget about it now. 
or those things that are really quick and easy to do on autopilot and that make us feel like we've done something with our day. So think of like doing the washing or get, getting that weekly shop sorted. So when you finish that wash, you have the satisfaction of putting all the clean clothes away and seeing the empty washing basket. When you've done that weekly shop, you've got the satisfaction knowing that your cupboards are stocked and you've got something in for dinner. But the problem with fitness and wellness is that it's not like that. So when we're time poor, it can often fall to the bottom of the list because yes, we can tick a workout off our list, for example, but we kind of know that that task is going to keep popping up. It's going to pop up day in, day out, week in, week out. You know, we kind of know our job is never actually done on that one. And I think that's sometimes why we, why we like the quick fix, isn't it? Because we're sort of like, well, if I just do this thing for four weeks, I'll be done. I can tick that off. I've done that thing. I've lost the weight or, you know, whatever it is that we wanted to do. And I can say job done. So we often get attracted by that, but it's the ongoing work, the ongoing work on our well-being, the ongoing work on our fitness that often drops to the bottom of the list. Even things like meditation. Now, in theory, meditating for 10 minutes a day shouldn't be too much of a problem, right? You know, we could, we could probably all find 10 minutes in our day to do that, but we don't because we don't get immediate satisfaction from it. And we kind of do it and we're like, yeah, but I'm going to need to do it tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. And we don't feel like we've actually achieved anything or done anything. So we often just get distracted by all of the other things in life that we can complete, that we can kind of tick off, that we can say, I have done this thing. But with fitness, we don't get the immediate outcome. You know, if we've got goals that we're working towards, then that progress can be really gradual. Sometimes we're going to plateau. Sometimes we're going to go backwards. And even when we are moving forwards, it can sometimes feel so gradual that it's almost imperceptible. And often it's only when we look back at where we started that we actually realise quite how far we've come. So all of this basically adds together to make it really or feel really hard to keep fitting exercise into our lives week in, week out. So we've acknowledged that. We've acknowledged that it's not easy. But what are we actually going to do about it? How do we actually get past this? And how do we make exercise a regular part of our lives? We get the same kind of satisfaction out of that we do with some of the other things that we're doing. Now, I think the first thing I'm going to kind of say on this is that exercise actually makes you more productive and more focused in other areas of your life. Now, we often put exercise to the bottom of the list. We're like, well, I need to do all of these other things. I need to have, you know, I need to have food in the house because otherwise we've got nothing for dinner. I need to get the washing done because otherwise the kids haven't got their clean clothes at school tomorrow. I need to get this project done at work because somebody's depending on me. So it's all this like, well, I've got to do all of of these other things. I'm going to put the fitness to the bottom of the list. But the irony of it often is that when we do prioritise fitness, when we do prioritise wellness, when we do take that little bit of time out of everything else to do those things, we actually get more productive and more focused the rest of the time. So we can actually achieve more in less time if we are putting the time aside for exercise. And that for me is often the irony of it is that we, we say, oh, I don't have time for this. But I, you know, what I would say to you is, do you have time to not do this? Because we're, even if you're doing a 15 minute workout, it's going to energize you. It's going to make you more productive later on and you're going to get more done in less time. So exercise can actually help to make you more productive and focused. So I want you to remember that as I go through the rest of this, because if we can nail that, 
then it's going to make everything else feel that bit easier to do. Okay. And I think as well, it's worth knowing that our brain kind of works in these 90 minute cycles as well. We've got this thing called the ultradian rhythm. So you've got your circadian rhythm, which is your daily rhythm of, of wake and sleep, et cetera, et cetera. Your ultradian rhythm is kind of the rhythm your body goes through throughout the day. And the fact is that our brains can really only focus for say 90 minutes or so at a time. After 90 minutes or so, we start to lose our focus, we become less productive. And as the day goes on, we get less and less productive as well. So although you might feel like, well, I've just sat at my desk for eight hours and it's very important I sit at my desk for eight hours and do all these things. The fact of the matter is that as the day has gone on, if you haven't allowed yourself any time out, any breaks to move, to exercise, to meditate, whatever you're going to do, then you're just getting less and less and less and less productive. So the best thing you can actually do for yourself is to take a break every now and again. It's going to feel really hard because we have this thing of, if I'm sitting at my desk, I'm being productive, but that's not always true. So if you think about it in 90 minute cycles, every 90 minutes or so, you kind of need maybe 20 minutes, maybe half an hour away from that. And then when you come back to it, you're going to be refreshed, you're going to be focused again, and you're going to be more productive. So you probably will actually get more done by taking more time out during the day. Okay. You might not believe me, you might not want to do it, but I'm going to challenge you to do it. I'm going to challenge you to try that, to take that time out. So, you know, maybe you do 90 minutes and then you stop for 10 minutes and you do a meditation. You work for another 90 minutes and then you stop for half an hour and you do some exercise, et cetera, et cetera. If you can do that, of course, you know, if you're in an office, maybe less, less practical, but certainly when you're working from home and, you know, if you have an office environment where you can do that, then for sure go for it. So that's just something to say at the start of this, because what I kind of want to get across is that, yes, there are lots of practical things that we can do, which I'm going to go through. But the fact of the matter is that if you are more active, if you take some breaks during the day to do that well-being, to do that exercise, then it's going to make you more productive and more focused when you are working and when you're doing other things in your life as well. So it's so worth prioritizing it and getting it done as a priority. Okay. So that said, how do we actually make sure that we get the stuff done? So I think number one, tip number one is split your movement or your workouts into short snacks during the week. You do not have to find an hour in your diary three times a week to do a workout. You just don't. You can split it into 10 minutes at a time, 15 minutes at a time. Like I said a minute ago, you, you know, if you're working from home, then, you know, by all means do a morning of work, but then stop, do a workout for half an hour. And then you're going to be more productive that afternoon or even 20 minutes, you know, 20 minutes workout, half an hour for your lunch. So split it into short snacks. Do not feel like you've got to do a big old session. You really, really, really don't. You can keep it short and sweet and it's better to do that. And you're going to get more from it than you will do by going, well, I must do three one hour workouts and not doing anything at all. So, so much better. So think about how you can split your movement and workouts into short snacks during the week, whether that's a, a quick hit workout, whether it's lifting a few weights, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's doing some yoga, whatever it is, split it into short snacks. Number two, get organized. Uh, time is not going to appear. Don't start the week going, well, I'll try. I'll try and do a workout on Wednesday because Wednesday is going to come. You're going to have a million other priorities and it's not going to happen. So don't wait for the time to appear, but actually get organized. Think about when you're going to do a workout. You know, maybe if you are having a day working from home, say to yourself, right, I'm going to sit down at my desk from nine o'clock till 10.30. And then at 10.30, I'm going to go for a walk. And then I'm going to, you know, come back and I'm going to sit at my desk for another 90 minutes. And then I'm going to stop and I'm going to do meditation and have lunch or, you know, whatever it looks like for you. But 
be very clear on when you are going to exercise. Even if it's just once that week, that's fine. But be very clear about when you are going to do it because the time is not going to appear for you. And when you are busy, you just have to be organized. You know, there's no way around it. You can't just kind of flip from one thing to the next. That's going to make you, if anything, less productive. You've got to be organized about your time. Number three, get to know the time of day that works best for your energy levels and use that. So for example, I am rubbish in the mornings. There's just no way. I'm just not going to be getting out of bed at six o'clock and doing a workout. I'm just not. My body's not ready for it. My brain's not ready for it. I do not want to do it. And everything within me is saying, I don't want to do this. Whereas at about four o'clock in the afternoon, my body's kind of going, well, I've not got the focus for work anymore. You know, if I try and work at that time of the day, then I just end up sitting at my desk, staring into space, quite honestly. And I do not get much done. I'm not productive at my desk at that time of day, but I'm quite good at doing a workout. My body's woken up. It's warmed up. For me personally, that's a really good time of the day to do a workout. So that's when I do my workout. And I think if you're trying to constantly force yourself to do your workouts at a time when your energy levels are not good, then it's just going to feel that much harder. You've got to make it feel as easy as possible. So what is the right time for you? A lot of people try and do it in the morning to get it out of the way, but then they don't because they're not morning people like me. So is there a better time for you to do that? Is lunchtime better? So for example, at the moment I am doing, well, not just at the moment, but (laughs) on an ongoing basis, I do a 12.30 Zoom workout with the members of my members club on a Monday lunchtime. And it's a great time. Like I've been experimenting with times over the last few months, trying lots of different times. And it kept coming back that this Monday lunchtime slot was really good. I always got my best attendance at Monday lunchtime. And it was great for me as well, because I get a workout in, in then, of course, as well. So that's a really good time. So is lunchtime a really good time for you to do that? It seems to be a really good time for a lot of people, because you can do that half an hour and we just do a half hour slot and we get finished absolutely on one o'clock, because I know that people have got work to get back to. And then you've got another half an hour where you can go and have your lunch. And then you're back at your desk by half one and you're done. So what times a day are best for your energy levels? And use that. Number four, get clear on your priorities each day. So if you keep saying you want to exercise more, but it's always at the bottom of your list, then it's not going to be a priority. And the thing is, what I'm, you know, what I want to get across here is that it does not have to be a priority every day. And I think we sometimes get into that cycle of like, well, if I'm going to exercise more, then it's got, always got to be a priority. I can't possibly make it a priority every day. But you don't have to. Maybe you pick two days of the week or three days of the week where exercise is the thing you prioritise that day. So maybe you go, well, look, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I make sure that I get a workout in. I'm going to put it in at lunchtime. I'm going to do it then. Because then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're not having to prioritise that or think about that. You can prioritise all of the other things in your life and you can focus on those. But if you can just say, well, look, Tuesday and Thursday, it's a priority that I do a workout and I'm going to make sure that I do that above. Even when I'm tempted and I get distracted, I'm going to make sure that I do that knowing that the next day I can prioritise all of the other stuff instead. So can you make it a priority a couple of days a week? Number five, make an appointment with yourself. So either sign up for a class or arrange a walk with a friend at a certain time, or just put it in your diary. Make it an important non-negotiable appointment that you put into your diary each week. And make, you know, maybe your, your week is different from week to week. That's fine. Just sit down on a Sunday evening and have a look at what's going to work for you that particular week and put it in. So like I said, I've got this, this live class inside the members club on a Monday lunchtime each week but I don't record it and I don't record it on purpose 
And I said that from the beginning. I said, look, you've got loads of recorded content in here already. You've got that. You don't need me to then record the live class. The whole point of the live class is that if you want to do it, you have to attend it at that time. So you can't go, oh, actually, I've got something more important to do. I'll do it later. You either do it or you don't do it. So having something like that, that's either a do or a don't do, can be really helpful because then you're like, oh, okay, I better not skip it because I'm not going to be able to do it later instead. So having those appointments is really, really important. And then number six, let go of the all or nothing mindset once and for all. And I really, really mean this from the bottom of my heart. We have got to stop with either I do all of the exercise and I do all of the things or I don't do anything at all or it's not worth it. Because I think that's the mindset that a lot of us have is that if we're not exercising three, four, five times a week, there's no point. We're not going to get anything out of it. And it's just not true. It's absolutely not true. You know, there are studies that have shown, for example, that even just one resistance training session a week can have a really positive impact on your health and well-being. So even if you do one training session a week, you are still making a difference. No, maybe it's not exactly the difference that you want to make yet, but that's okay because you can build on that later. But we've got to let go of the all or nothing mindset because that often holds us back. And it means that when we are really, really busy, we just go, well, there's no point. I'll not bother for a couple of weeks until I'm less busy again. And then we just are constantly in that cycle where we're either doing it all or we're doing nothing and there is no in-between. So I want to encourage you to go for the in-between. So just to recap on that. So number one, split your movement or your workouts into short snacks during the week. You don't have to find big chunks of time. Small chunks of time are perfectly fine and perfectly viable. Number two, get organised about when you will do workouts that week. Do not wait for the time to appear. If you are really busy, you're going to have to get organised about this. Number three, get to know the time of day that works best for your energy levels and use that. It's going to feel so much better, so much easier when your energy is in the right place at the right time. Number four, get clear on your priorities. Make sure that a couple of the days a week that exercise, that well-being is your priority. You can make everything else a priority and every other day of the week, but just make sure that those couple of days a week, that is your priority. Number five, make that appointment, either by putting it in your diary, by signing up for a class, whatever it is, make that appointment and put it in your diary. And then number six, let go of the all or nothing mindset please let go of it. (laughs) It's not helpful. It's not helpful. So there you have it. So those are my top tips about adding exercise into a busy life and making it work for you. And, you know, at the end of the day, exercise is not the be all and end all. You know, even for me, and I do this for a living, I want it to enhance my life, not take it over. I do not want to spend hours working out each week. I just don't. I want to make it short, sharp, effective, I want to use it to make me feel good. I want to use it to make me feel strong. I want to use it to make me more productive and more focused in all the other areas of my life. But I do not want it to take up loads of my time and it really, really doesn't have to. And the thing is, like I said before, if you did start with, say, one session a week, even if you're going, oh, but I'm not going to achieve my goals with just one session a week, that doesn't matter. You are starting to create a habit. Every little bit counts. It starts to create the habit. It starts to create the mindset within you that says, well, I exercise regularly. I exercise every week. Even if it's just once a week, you are exercising once a week and you're creating that habit. And when you have got that habit, it's so much easier to build on it. It's a habit that's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger the more you do it. And the stronger it gets, the easier it is to build on when the time is right. 
So I hope that's been helpful. Of course, you can get more help and support and structure over in the ChickFit Members Club. So that takes all the guesswork out of it as well, doesn't it? <laughs> takes out the time for all the planning and stuff like that. So if you're ready to make yourself and your fitness more of a priority as you head into the summer, then do come and join us right now. So you can get stuck right into one of the programs as soon as you join us. And of course, you will also be there ready for our summer sessions, which is a program that we're going to be doing throughout the month of August, where I'm going to help you to maintain your fitness with minimal time and no equipment needed and to look after your well-being all summer long as well. So you're going to feel amazing all summer, but you're also going to be building those habits and that mindset ready for your best and fittest autumn yet. So head over to chickfit.co.uk forward slash members club to find out more and to join us and I will see you on the inside. So anyway, thank you so much for joining me again today. I would love to hear what you think about that. I'd love to hear what bits of that you've picked out as, as kind of being really helpful to you, really helpful in making sure that you add more fitness into your life. It has been amazing as always, and I'm going to look forward to spending some time with you again next week. Goodbye for now. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration. <laughs>